Welcome back to the morning edition of Cloud Conversations. Today is Tuesday, August the 17th, and it is shortly after 7 a.m. Question for you. What the fuck happened to that Kanye album? Because, like, it was supposed to come, like, two weeks ago. Then it was supposed to come a week ago. Then it was supposed to come Sunday. And, like, I'm starting to believe that maybe Kanye was just, like, the first artist in history to have a tour with no album or maybe the tour was the album like the visuals of it I don't know I'm sure he's gonna say it was some genius shit but I really believe now at this point it's just Kanye being Kanye and cool whatever um on this week of this week we have a full episode coming up I think on Wednesday maybe Thursday night just a heads up uh it's gonna get kind of wild so if you're into the wild shit Make sure you're subscribed or you're follow and you got those notifications on for when it does drop. I'm not going to go too far into it because you guys seem to be the morning crew. And I think you guys are going to like motivation and kind words and things like that. But it gets, it gets wild. Let's play some music. Uh, again, morning edition, Cloud Conversations. Let's get started. something i hate having to talk about but it did affect me yesterday so i guess i'll i'll share on here what's going on in afghanistan is terrible um the images of the images and video of the people clinging to the united states plane as it's taking off that shit is heartbreaking because like we don't know the type of fear that's involved with making you do irrational stuff. Like we live, we live in a pretty safe society as it is, as it in comparison with the rest of the world is what I'm saying. Like, I I know we have, it's not safe necessarily in the United States, nowhere is safe, but in comparison to the rest of the world, we don't understand how safe we actually have it. And so a lot of times, like we see video of what we've seen yesterday of people clinging to the outside of a plane, trying to jump on a plane that's on taxiing down a runway like. We don't understand that level of desperation just because the majority of us in our lifetime, we've never been in a situation where where we've had to be that desperate, right? Because you do know that while I'm on the wing of this plane that's about to take off, upon takeoff, I will die. You can't ride a plane outside the plane. Everyone knows this. So that's the level of desperation, right? 
If that right there doesn't tell you the danger that these people face from the Taliban is real. I don't know what else will. Because they are saying I am willing to fall off of this plane and I'm willing to have this plane kill me rather than the Taliban kill me. And while we, upon first glance, will look at that and be like, yo, they crazy. Like, what are they doing? We don't stop to think about like, yo, what? Are, look at what they're doing. What is this saying? This is saying my death is certain anyways if I have to stay here. This is my only chance of survival. That's what that's saying. And that's fucking terrifying and it's terrible. I'm not going to act like I'm uh, like I know a whole bunch about the situation in Afghanistan because I, I don't. I do. But like. I don't at the same time, so I'm, I'm going to as I talk about this, I'm going to be. I'm conscious and aware of the fact that I'm no expert on this situation, so I'm just telling you how I feel. and I'm not telling you how you should feel, but I am telling you that, like, if you want some lessons on empathy and like if you are having a bad day or you, you're feeling down on yourself and you know what I mean? You need a. I don't know, a reality check. Look into to what's going on over there. And after that, if you don't feel incredibly grateful, man, you got some issues going on with you that myself or this podcast ain't going to fix. Right. And so. Let's talk about how we got to Afghanistan. 9-11 happens. Pretty quickly, we knew it's we know it's the Taliban, right? We know it's Osama bin Laden. We go over to the Middle East because we're going to attack the people that attacked us. 100% makes sense, right? You're going to bring these terrorists to justice. I get it. So I'm not blaming. I've seen a lot of blaming George Bush for this and a lot of blaming Obama for standing this and then a lot of blaming Trump for saying we're get out of this and then now a lot of blaming Biden for saying we're also getting out of it. Like, If you can blame both sides then that's when you should know that there's multiple levels to what you're talking about. And there's probably no right answer, right? Everything we do is going to cause damage. We just try to minimize the damage. But on a, on a more macro level, like we're there to find Osama bin Laden. Then it turns into we can't find Osama or we're not looking. I don't know. Again, that's deeper than me, but. We couldn't find Osama. And then it kind of morphs into from the war on terror, terror to Operation Iraqi Freedom. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Guy by the name of Saddam Hussein. uh, We said he's a bad guy. Um, He was a bad guy. But like he know he is knowingly harboring terrorists. Oh, and he's got weapons of mass destruction. So this is why we have to go into Iraq because of the weapons of mass destruction. And this is a threat to the rest of the world and to us in the United States. Right. So, boom, it's justified for us going there again. So we go into Iraq, pretty much topple everything. Kill Saddam Hussein. Still don't have Osama bin Laden. Right. And then it's like, okay, so we've done all of this. 
there's no weapons. We couldn't find the weapons of mass destruction. Just quit talking about that completely. Then it was, well, we kind of ran the terrorists from Iraq into Afghanistan. So now we've got to go save the Afghani people, right? And so we go in there. We drive out the Taliban from Afghanistan. We eventually find and kill Osama bin Laden. So that's taken care of. Check that one off the box, too. And then. It's like, hey, we can't just leave Afghanistan broken. Like they don't have an army that can defend themselves. And if we leave, terrorists are going to take back over Afghanistan and it's kind of pointless. Right. And so it's like we have to occupy Afghanistan and we need to train their soldiers help them recruit, rebuild their infrastructure and get it to a a situation to where it's self-sustainable. I don't think turn it into a democracy was ever like explicitly said, but essentially that's we're going to do the same process that we would do to do that. And so I don't know if people know this or not. I found this out during my research yesterday. So in building the army in Afghanistan, like the Afghan army, The soldiers of the Afghan army are actually paid by the United States as part of the trillion dollars we've spent since being in this 20 year multifaceted kind of changes when we needed to change war. Right. We pay a lot of money. We have grown the Afghan army to a pretty decent size. We trained them. We gave them weapons. We gave them resources, everything. So we kind of get to present day and we decide. So it's been said that, and I got to look more into this because the headline version sounds crazy and crazy things happen around the world. I don't know if people know that or not. It's not always good guys that you have to talk to. Sometimes it's bad guys too. And so I'm not saying this as a slight toward President Trump. When he was in office, like I've got enough of enough I can say about that idiot. But this isn't something I'm kind of criticizing him for. So the report is that President Trump negotiated with the Taliban. About when they were going to actually get out of Afghanistan because we were out, you know, occupying a foreign country. And. It's been talked about us getting out of Afghanistan for 10 years. It's, I mean, we're, we're talking about three presidents have now been like, yo, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And so Trump came up with an agreement that we were going to leave Afghanistan. We were going to withdraw all the troops by May 1st, 2021. And on the surface of that, you can't, there's nothing, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think I do because what is he like? What are we supposed to do? We can't stay there forever. And when we do pull it out, no matter when it is, when we leave, This is going to be the outcome, right? Simply because that's how this stuff works. There's going to be collateral damage for every decision that gets made. So I wasn't upset with Trump when he said, you know, we're out of here by May 1st. We can't stay here forever. Like it's costing us a bunch of money. It's we're putting our soldiers at risk. If we did our job as in like we trained them and they're ready to go and we gave them resources, they should be able to protect themselves at this point. Should be right. And. 
So when Biden takes over office and Biden's also like, yes, bring the troops home. Like we're, we're leaving Afghanistan. Everyone was okay with that for the most part. Now, there were some that said, hey, we got to have a better plan. This is that. But no one really criticized that overall decision because that was a decision that has now been made by both parties. I don't think people thought that we would see video of people literally trying to hang on a plane to get out of Afghanistan. But. It's not crazy to to think that it would get to that point, right? Because it's we're talking about such a volatile region of the world. And this. The crisis and the issues in the Middle East, they go way beyond American involvement and what goes on over there. We're talking thousands of years of, of conflict. And no, I didn't believe that the Taliban was going to just, okay, we'll let Afghanistan run as they want to. Like, we're just going to No, I 100 percent knew as soon as the Americans are gone, we come back in there, period. Like that, I'm sure that was the mindset the whole time. And that's what ended up happening. And so they take within 72 hours, the Taliban took Afghanistan just like that. What it leaves me, I don't know where it's going from here. I don't know what's involved. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. So I'm not going to speculate on that. Honestly, I'm not saying saying I don't care, but it's not a story I'm probably going to follow just because like what I'm left with is I'm left with thinking about the people, right? And This is one of the few issues that it's like collateral damage is is guaranteed to happen. But what's the alternative? And I don't see an alternative here. Like, I don't sure. Could we have gotten, you know. Some of our allies out ahead of time or did this better yes we could have but like where does the line draw you can't take every afghani we can't save them all it's just not logistically possible so what what do we do and i'm not saying it like that's not a rhetoric i don't know like it's one of those situations to where you know there's going to be loss of life and you know that people are going to go back into Sharia law. And it sucks. It just sucks not having answers. You know what I mean? But what we need to do is not use it, but like kind of use this as a daily reflection for ourselves of how grateful that we should be and how, man, we're fortunate to not have to live through this right now. Like we're to not have to live through the daily fear that the Taliban is coming to kill you because you may have helped an American soldier seven years ago because you're a woman and you're driving because you're a woman and you got divorced because you're a woman and you had sex with someone when you wasn't married because your child is a member of the Afghani army 
and that army was trained by the United States. So therefore, your son is a traitor. Kill them all. We don't have to deal with that. So as bad as it may seem, your day is going or that your life is going here lately. And I don't know, you might be behind on your bills and stuff like that. All of those are real issues. But take a deep breath and think, fuck, we're not trying to jump on planes knowing that. Knowing that it's not possible. You don't know what that level that level of desperation is like. Thank God. Right. So. The people in Afghanistan, like I said, I think about them and I, I'm i hoping for as minimal damage as possible, but I don't know what else could have happened. Whether you did this 10 years ago, five years ago, today or 10 years from now. This was going to happen. It was going to happen. So now what do we do? What do we do? I know it's kind of a down note to leave this morning on, but hey, that's just some days it's going to be like this, right? It's Cloud Conversations. This was the morning edition. Go educate yourself a little bit. Uh, Take a deep breath and be thankful for the things that you do have and for the shit that you don't have to go through. Today is Tuesday, August 17th. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Also, we've got the full episode coming up this week as well. I appreciate your time.